All right. Hi, everyone. So for today's podcast, we're going to be talking about Latinas, specifically Latinas in higher education um, and the experience both applying and attending college. So today we have Brenda. Hi. And um, Raina. Hello. All right. So I am Raina Torres. Um, I am from the city of Inglewood. I went to El Camino College in Torrance for, I was there for five years. Uh, I got my AA degree and I transferred over to Northridge as a junior uh, fall 2020. I'm studying broadcast journalism. What about you, Brenda? So um, I'm currently going to um, Riverside Community College. This is gonna be my third year or I'm, on my third year of college. I'm studying to become an RN. I don't know what um, what I wanna specialize in just yet. I am stuck like in between being a, um, a psychological nurse or like, yeah, that, or um, helping out um, OGBYNs. Um, yeah what would you guys say actually inspired you to attend college what inspired me after high school was i wanted to further my education i wanted to uh explore uh what i wanted to do as you know career wise so uh once i got to 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 college that's where I, that was in 2014, I started like growing, I maturing and throughout my college years and now at CSUN, I have matured a lot. Um, also, when I was like two, three years ago, I joined this, uh, 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 it's called HOPE organization. It's where these group of Latinas gather together. Uh, it's called Young Professionals. So I attended that back in 2017, and I got to learn about um, the Latinas in the media, uh, profess professors as city council, me um, council members. And I also got to meet one day um, Dolores Huertas. So I thought it was pretty cool that, you know, that being in that organization of Hope Latinas, uh, it, it got me to, you know, to meet a lot of inspiring uh, women. That's pretty cool that you met Ms. Huerta. Like, that's that's one of, like, a big dreams of mine um, to meet her. But I don't have a specific what um, inspired me, more just, like, a group of, of people, especially, like, my people as, like, Latinos and Latinas, just because... I see how hardworking and how m motivated to just like strive. Um, they're just like amazing people. And so. Like just your community in general. Oh yeah. Just my community, just being like super hardworking people. It was, I wanted, I wanted to be that. And especially because in um, Latino culture, it is very stereotypical for the woman to stay. Um, taking care of the house, like taking care of the kids, like you learn how to cook 
very early on instead yeah. of playing out like playing outside with uh other kids know like you're put to clean like you put to cook and there's this saying in spanish that says like oh si no sabes cocinar um no vas a encontrar novio or something like that and in like english it translates to like oh if you don't know how to cook then how are you going to find a man and it's just like that kind of also motivated me to just be like i don't that's not all I want for my life. Like I want to educate, I want an education. I want to further uh, grow as an individual and be independent and not need to a man for food or like depend on for basic necessities. So did you guys face any challenges then applying or attending? So when I was applying, I found it to be the most difficult thing that I've ever had to do, especially like being first generation. Um, just the, the, the resources were there. I just didn't know how to attain it. Um, I didn't know how to fill out my FAFSA forms because again, first generation student. Um, my yeah, your parents can't give you guidance, yeah, right? Or you can't ask them. It's all on you. Right. I had to, and it's so, and for me too, like I, I struggled with uh, social anxiety. So going out and like asking people for help was embarrassing because I'm taught like in my household that I gotta like figure it out on my own. So, um, Fortunately, there were some resources in high school that I um, could get. I had counseling from this program called Upward Bound, but even then it was still kind of um, difficult because I, I felt dumb. Like I felt like I should already have known this, but um, yeah, it was just, it was difficult to apply and then not knowing what school I wanted to go to because of like uh, tuition and like um, whether I should be going out of state or even out of my city because family is a huge thing um, for Latino uh, households so yeah. I had to put that into consideration too um, yeah it was it wasn't the easiest but it's gotten easier over the years. Right, yeah, pretty much, you know, I learned as I went, you know, um, asking questions, learning from others, um, observing others, and just the advice I will get from my parents is, echale ganas y todo para adelante, pretty much. Yeah, and also, just a little side note, I like the fact that I was the one to go through all the struggles because I do have two younger sisters so I can give them advice that I didn't have um, or I couldn't get you know like RCC had a student uh, had a, a two-year program where your tuition was paid for and so I was able to um, give that information to my little sister so she didn't have to struggle with worrying about how she was going to pay for college you know yeah, so you basically you see how much of a resource, like how beneficial that is, how like special that is to have someone who you know personally and you feel comfortable with to go directly to for advice that knows you and can help you because you didn't have that. Yes, exactly. Did you guys have you guys faced any additional challenges because of the pandemic? 
Um, so I did have to uh, drop a few classes because I had to, um, in, my in my family, I don't know if it's for Raina's family too, but um, we're taught to help each other out when we can. So I had to take more hours um, working and I had to pay more bills and I had to be more um, helpful around the house to get things done, especially because my parents weren't getting enough hours to pay rent or pay the light or pay like just bills in general. So I did have to uh, do that. And learning, let me tell you, learning online is so much harder in my household because there's never silence in our in our in our house in general like people are always here people are always like making noise like screaming there's kids because we have a multi-generational household um so that was pretty difficult to manage and it it's hard for me to um to study in my room when I know that's where I sleep. So that was kind of difficult. Going outside was difficult too because I don't live in a quiet neighborhood, like a quiet suburban neighborhood. I, Brenda, how you mentioned that you live in a multi-generational household and that you don't necessarily live in like a suburban area. And I think that's a lot of people in, in the Latino community. Like we don't, we're in our you know households we don't have like the typical like oh when you're 18 you move out you know buy you know it's like you kind of stay until you feel like financially secure in most cases you know you're not pushed to move out you have you know the support of your family is very family oriented in most cases you know they do it like you do what you can to help your family as well um and we don't always have the luxury of having like a space to ourselves because we live with, you know, our whole family, our grandmas and our tias and our sometimes cousins or whatever anyone's, you know, own situation is. But I think that's a lot more common than maybe other people realize. And I think that does have an effect on, you know, the quality of education you have, but it's especially when it's online, like how we've been having for the past year. Did you guys have anything else that you wanted to add about personal experience um, that is like really memorable to you that you think ties into being a college Latina student? Do um, with with being Latina, um, there's a lot of stereotypes, especially uh, just being a woman. But being a Latina woman is extra hard. I know there was this one professor that I had. He he was very misogynistic. Um, he had said that I was too pretty to be in college, that I should have, um, I guess, just like focus on like my appearance and stuff like that. And he had said also um, when I told him that, no, I wanted to go to college. And even though it was hard um, getting here at this point in my life, he said um, that we had it way too easy because colleges look for diversity. Um, and the Latino community, like that's, that's wait, wait, who was this that told you that? A professor, a professor. Had wow. Yeah. Um, he a male professor, said, obviously. A male. Oh yes, a male professor. And what um, was he? I think it. I think it relates. So. <laughs> what was he? Yeah. Um, like what he did, like what he taught. No, like was he wasn't was he Latino or what was he? No, he was white. Okay. Yeah, a white male telling you this. Oh, yeah. 
he had said that we have so many uh, we're basically everything is basically handed to us now day and age because everybody wants to diversify and it's that's literally not the case um but yeah that was one of like my other like motivations to just show them that no it, it's it's hard but it's also possible Reina, do you have anything you wanted to add any advice or challenges i haven't faced any challenges um just because you know i ignore people's ignorance and i'm just focused on what i have to to do uh, and just you know focus on moving forward getting to my destination my advice will be for the future uh, Latino community uh, students will be to focus on, focus on them, to further their education, to do it for them and only them, uh, to any, any uh, mentors, to have mentors in college, um, to hold on to those people that support them and that, you know, that give them advice to have them aside so whenever you know they feel like giving up someone's there to um, help them you know to keep moving forward and yeah i kind of want to emphasize the whole mentor thing that reina was saying there are so many resources out here that are loving and caring and there's like there's people out there who are rooting for you they're striving for you they're pushing you and so i really want the Latino community, especially Latina women, to go seek um, these clubs or like um, these organizations because at the end of the day, like we're all the same and we're all going through this struggle and especially like first generation Latina women. Like that's, I've seen amazing things happen when Latina women come together instead of um, finding differences, we find community we find similarities and it's awesome it's beautiful all right well thank you guys for joining me for the podcast and that's going to be it for this one thank you thank you for having me